Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You can subscribe at iTunes for free. You can also check out my live daily show from Las Vegas, weekdays 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at 6.70 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. And follow me at HeidiHarris.com, Heidi Harris Show on Facebook, Heidi Harris Show on Twitter. Lately, I've been getting some criticism. Not that that's anything new. If you can't handle criticism, don't get into talk radio. I've been getting some criticism from some people who say I'm a liberal, and that's because I have the brains enough to actually not necessarily take both sides, because I don't do that, that would just be wimpy, but actually look at things from both sides. And I'm a little surprised at the reaction some folks have, and I'll get into that and explain what an actual conservative is supposed to be, or at least the way I see it, right after we check in with our sponsor, Donna Francovilla. The Heidi Harris Podcast is heard by tens of thousands of listeners because she's sassy, funny, and lovable. If you'd like to place your message on the podcast, I'll help you get started. I'm Donna Francovilla, owner of Frankly Speaking Communications. I'll voice your message for you for just $100, recorded, edited, and submitted as a special offering. Let me help you tell your story. Write to me at DonnasNiceVoice.com. That's DonnasNiceVoice.com. Check in with Donna if you want her to narrate your book. She does commercials. She does all kinds of things. She does training videos, all that kind of stuff. So please check in with DonnasNiceVoice.com. All right, so I've been criticized lately by a few people, not that that rattles me or anything, because it doesn't. But I've had a couple of folks criticize me, and I don't mind criticism, but it's funny to me when they criticize me for being a liberal. Now, let me tell you something. In all the years I've been doing talk radio, which is 20 years now, coming up next month, I have never wavered on my viewpoints about anything. The Republican Party has wavered on a lot of things. They don't care about traditional marriage anymore. A lot of Republican groups don't even care about the pro-life platform anymore. They don't care about pot. I mean, I actually know so-called conservatives who are in the pot business now. They're selling marijuana. Now, how does that make you different from the Colombian cartel? How? Because your name is Smith and not Garcia? I don't know. And these people are conservatives. They've been conservatives as long as I've known them, and yet they can't wait to get on the pot train, and they will sell their soul for a dollar. Now, some people may not think pot's a big deal. They think our drug war is a big waste of time. Let's talk about that first. If you want to discuss the drug war and say, well, you know, we're losing the war on whatever, so therefore we should abandon it. Okay, let's take it a step further. We're losing the war on car theft. We're losing the war on rape. We're losing the war on burglary. Why don't we just give everything up? There's no point in having any kind of prosecution of any kind of behavior because after all, we're not going to fix human nature. We're losing the war on murder. Listen, I understand. Human nature is never going to change, but if you want to live in a polite society, you have to actually stand up and take a stand for truth, take a stand for values. And even if you're not going to make a difference in the long run, you're going to make a difference with that guy or that girl who's going to go to jail or be protected from bad people or whatever. That's what you have to do. You can't give up. Why don't I just give up talk radio? Because after all, I can't fix the corruption of City Hall or the county commission, or any, I can't. So I might as well just give it up because I'm not going to make a difference. I am going to make a difference, maybe, hopefully, to put some information out there. But here's the important thing. As a Christian, I have a responsibility to God. I'm not responsible to politicians. I'm not responsible to a specific political party. I'm responsible to God and to promote the values that I believe are biblical values. 
And those don't change. And it's funny to me that people would call me a liberal. I've lost jobs. I've lost money you don't even want to know because I've stood up for conservative values. I've taken a stand. Have any of you people who've criticized me for being a liberal taken a stand? Have you ever done it in your life? Have you ever lost money? Have you ever been willing to take the heat for what you've said? Been willing to fend people off on Twitter or Facebook or uh, public officials. You know how many people danced on my grave the last time I was fired for standing up for families, for moms and dads and kids? And I was willing to take the heat. Why? Because I believe it. If you have a core belief, you are willing to take the heat. But a lot of people nowadays will bark like a chihuahua, and then the minute somebody pushes back on them, oh, they don't want to stand up. And that's how so-called conservatives are now. They talk a good game, but they wuss out. Now, there's a difference between a conservative and a libertarian. And I know people who travel in conservative circles or who are conservative, quote-unquote, talk show hosts who are really libertarians at heart. Now, if it doesn't bother you that the Republican Party is pushing a pimp as the next member of the legislature, then you know what? At least be honest about it. If that's who you are and you're a libertarian and you don't really care and you don't think prostitution is bad for society, then at least be honest about it. But what I can't take is people who wuss out. You claim to be a conservative. You get on people who aren't about taxes or whatever else. But on on the other side, you can't wait to back a pimp. It's disgusting. I know people who do this. It's shameful. Prostitution is bad for everyone. It's bad for the girls. It's bad for the guys. And listen, I've had madams on my show because I've actually taken the time to talk to them, unlike some other people in talk radio. I've had them on my show defending their occupation and saying they don't appreciate people like me the do-gooders who want to run their life. Okay, I understand that. They feel like it's none of our business what they do. Okay, I will agree with that. But the thing is that prostitution and what society allows is part of what brings society down. And prostitution is an immoral thing, technically. I mean, you're buying sex. You're buying something that's supposed to be a sacred thing between a man and a wife. That's the way God set it up. And I know many people don't see it that way, but that is ultimately the way I see it, the way God set it up. And you're buying and selling something so precious and people get hurt. They get hurt spiritually. Their souls are hurt as a result of it. Now, am I going to run around to the brothels and give the girls a hard time? Of course not. I don't look down on them. I feel for them because 90% of them have been abused as children. And that's why they do this because they figure their bodies, you know, already been abused. They might as well just make some money out of it. It's very sad to me. I don't judge these people. I'm just sad. And I'm sad for the men who feel like they have to go to a woman and pay her to, to pretend like she likes them. I mean, how sad is that? That you're paying somebody to be nice to you. Wow. So I think it's sad, but I don't look down on people. But do I think it should be legal? No. Would it go on regardless? Of course it does. It goes on in Clark County every single day, whether or not people make it legal. And I know the folks who argue that prostitution should be legal and safe and clean. Oh, shut up. Have you ever been on a ride along with Vice? Have you ever gone down to Boulder Highway and seen those girls who are drug addicts, who are dirty and ugly and sell themselves for $10? Because I have. I've been down there. I've seen it myself. And those girls are not going to be able to work in a clean house. They can't pass a drug test. They can't pass a health test. They're still going to be on Boulder Highway. So when you say, well, let's just legalize it and then we can tax it and then we can make it safe, that's crap. And you see what's happening in other states with marijuana. They're legalizing it. It's not safer. People are still driving stoned. People are still dying because they're getting marijuana that's stronger than they thought. The marijuana that's out there now is nothing like the pot people had when I was in high school. So the thing is, 
whether something's legal or not doesn't make it moral. It's perfectly legal to commit adultery. Go ahead. But it's totally immoral. There are all kinds of things that you shouldn't do that are legal. Now, I'm not out to run anybody's life. Believe me, I'm not. But I am concerned about what happens to society. And when, for example, going to the marriage issue, when you change the definition of marriage, you change it forever. In other words, if marriage isn't just between a man and a woman, then why not make it between anybody? You can't possibly argue that it can't be between three people or all kinds of folks. You can't. How can you argue that? If it's all about who you love and you just want to marry somebody, it doesn't matter. And now the pedophiles have jumped into it and the pedophiles are saying, hey, you need to recognize us as, wait for it if you haven't heard this yet, a sexual minority and they want to be recognized. Is anybody surprised? I'm not. Once you allowed recognition of gay marriage and you open the floodgates. Now, I'm not comparing gay people to pedophiles. Some are, some aren't. A lot of straight people are pedophiles, and they some are even married, and they mess with kids. So nobody's picking on the gay people about that. But the fact of the matter is, if it's all about who you love, why stop somebody who loves an eight-year-old kid? Why? I mean, it's interesting. I read a book years ago, and I interviewed this guy who had infiltrated NAMBLA. That's the uh, pedophile group. And these folks actually convince themselves that little kids are into it, that little kids want them. So before you say, well, why would anybody want to have an eight-year-old kid because kids aren't into it, they tell themselves that the kids like it. You have to understand that people will make anything right that they want to make right. They'll make it right in their own mind. Criminals do this all the time. If you've read anything about criminal psychology, they'll always try to find a way to make it right in their own mind. And to me, molesting a child is at the very top of the hierarchy of the worst possible things you can do. I mean, there are all kinds of crimes of moral turpitude and whatnot, but molesting a child destroys a soul. And I know a lot of people, I've somehow escaped that, but I know a lot of people who have been molested as kids and it destroys their soul forever. It damages them. So anybody who molested a kid, I'd throw them off Hoover Dam. It just upsets me so much. But the point is, they tell themselves that the kids are into it. So Everybody who is going to commit crimes is going to try to make it right in their own eyes. The Bible talks about that. You know, what you want to do in your own eyes, you think is right. And God says it's not. Now, I understand that everybody doesn't live by God's code. I get that. But there's a reason that we have things that are against the law. Our laws against stealing, that's biblical. Laws against, well, adultery is not illegal anymore, but it's a sin for, for a lot of people. And so, you have to look at how society accepts things or doesn't accept things. Going back, though, to the idea that I'm not a conservative, I know there were a lot of people who said, oh, well, because I wasn't on the Bundy train, I didn't think the Bundy thing was a good idea. A lot of people said I wasn't a conservative. Well, here's the thing. Government makes a lot of mistakes. Government is comprised of people, and they're just as much sinners as anybody else. Now, does government own too much land in Nevada? Sure. Does government control too much of our lives? Absolutely. But the Bundys have to pay their bills like everybody else. You don't get to pick and choose which laws you actually obey. If you don't like the way the laws are written, then you go to court. If you don't like what happened in court, then you appeal, which is what the Bundys did. And they kept losing. Interestingly, though, the Bundys were ultimately exonerated because the court screwed up so badly. So the same government that the Bundy supporters just couldn't wait to rag on is the same government that ultimately freed them. Now, I know several of them spent a lot of years in prison, and I'm not defending that. It was, I, I think they should have been in jail, and I think they should have been prosecuted, but they should have been prosecuted correctly. See, I'm a real conservative. I want everybody's rights preserved. 
And ultimately, the rights were preserved when the judge said, no, prosecutors, you have to give the defense all the information that they ask for. So the judge did the right thing. But it doesn't make me a liberal because I was not on the Bundy train. The Bundys were lawbreakers. We can't live in a world where everybody breaks the law. Everybody does whatever they want to do. That's not how you have a decent society. Another area where people have criticized me and called me a liberal is if I post something from a left-leaning site. Now, often I post something from a left-leaning site because I want you guys to see how the other side thinks. I have news for you, folks. Fox News is not the arbiter of everything that's true in America. Now, I'm not saying that Fox News is lying all the time, but don't sit there in your house and only watch Fox News. Please, I'm begging you. You need to know how the other side thinks. And when somebody puts out a story, for example, last week, there was a story about the NRA who said they were losing money. Now, most of the left-leaning sites picked up on that. Of course they did, because they want to bash the NRA. But it doesn't mean they were lying. The NRA admitted that in their lawsuit. You know why I know? Because I did the work for you. I went through the whole thing, page 27 of the lawsuit against New York State. NRA says they're going to have a tough time surviving if New York State continues what they're doing. And I explained all that in one of the previous podcasts about fake news. But the thing is that many of you guys said, oh, it's fake news, fake news, fake news, la, 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 fake news, fake news. Why is it fake news? Just because you don't like it? There are things that Donald Trump does that Fox is never going to report, but it doesn't mean they're not true. You look at this mess with Omarosa. Why the hell did Trump ever let her get near the White House? It never should have happened. This woman has been low rent from day one. Did you watch The Apprentice? Because I did years ago. I don't even have it in a long time. And long before Donald Trump was president, I quit watching. But I watched the first few seasons. I saw Omarosa. This woman was low rent, all about trying to get publicity for herself. Now, I know that reality TV you know, has a way of skewing things. But this woman was always just trash. And the fact that Donald Trump let her anywhere near the White House speaks to his lack of judgment. There are some people who may be loyal to you who are just going to be a liability to you ultimately. And that's what she's turned out to be. Actually taping people in the situation room? I got to be honest, I thought General Kelly showed a lot of restraint speaking to her because who knows all the stuff she was doing. She never should have been near the White House. Trump screwed that up. You think Fox is going to focus on that? No. Does it make them right? No. If CNN focuses on what was she doing near the White House, is CNN wrong? No, they're not wrong. He never should have let her near the White House, and now he's paying the price. So if you sit there and close your ears anytime another point of view is expressed, you've got a problem. And I'll tell you the truth, that doesn't make you a conservative. That makes you, I don't know what, it makes you absolutely blind. You're a Kool-Aid drinker. You have to listen to both sides. The fact that Fox doesn't report it doesn't mean it didn't happen. And of course, the fact that CNN reports it doesn't necessarily mean that it does. I mean, I realize that CNN and MSNBC and most of the mainstream media are out to get Trump. I understand all of that. But that doesn't mean that once in a while they don't have something to talk about that's legitimate. So you're calling me a liberal because I posted a story from the New York Post about the NRA? The New York Post is not a liberal rag, my friends. And it's pretty scary if you think you're going to get all your news from the Daily Caller or Fox News. I got news for you. There are other sources out there. You have to look at everything, and you have to think for yourself, put down the Kool-Aid, and actually look at the issues. So I'm the last person you ought to be calling liberal because I'm the one who stuck to my guns and never wavered on the issues fiscally and socially. And another thing that I think is funny, I don't hear anybody 
criticizing me if I pick on Dean Heller, when I picked on Joe Heck when he was in Congress, Sandoval, you have no problem with that. You don't call me a liberal for that, but God forbid I pick on Trump about something legitimate. And believe me, I'm very supportive of what he wants to do in a lot of ways. I want to see him succeed. But if I talk about something legitimate, oh, you're a liberal. Really? I don't think so. If I'm a liberal, you're in big trouble. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm Heidi Harris. Join me for the Heidi Harris Show weekdays live, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. You can also find this podcast on iTunes for free. I post it at HeidiHarris.com. I also post it on my Facebook page, Heidi Harris Show, and Twitter, Heidi Harris Show. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell. Well.